Let me ask you a question. This is a question a chef boss asked me many moons ago. And this had to do with work. So as I ask you this, think of work. It's in the context of work. If you were to leave right now, today, who would be there at your going away party? Who? Who would be there? I'm sure there'll be cake and balloons, yes. And maybe, depending on the budget, there may be clowns and elephants. I don't know. Who doesn't love clowns and elephants? Actually, a lot of people don't like clowns. <laughs> and who wants to clean up after an elephant? Um, who would be there? Now, as you ponder that, I just want to take a moment to just, first of all, welcome you to Seared Stories from the Stove podcast. I just, I had no reason to do that. I just, I wanted to try out my radio voice. Um, but I do want to welcome you. And what's kind of important, or maybe not important, but uh, what's what's different about this is that this is my birthday episode, if you ask the birthday episode. And normally, see, normally, this is a kind of a deal for me because I normally don't talk about my birth. I'm indifferent to birth. Most of the time, like a lot of adults, I'm indifferent to my birthday. As a kid, of course, it's different. But as an adult, I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's not a big deal. And, and I think even men tend to cop this attitude. It's the lone wolf thing, maybe. And it's funny, I, I mentioned that term. It's something I'm going to be talking about very soon. Uh, I never really got into it. And it's only, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or maybe I'm an influence of some friends or just like, yeah, just really step into it. And I'm like, Arr. but it's nice to do that. And I'm enjoying the fact that I'm enjoying the process of doing that, if that makes sense. And it's been a lot of fun. You know, I got a wonderful gift, beautiful. Like, it's the only gift that I have ever cried, ever teared up. Uh, my wife has actual footage. <laughs> but I don't want to show it here because I know a lot of you are listening. And also, I, it wouldn't do it justice. I did do a, a, a video, like a TikTok uh, Instagram on, and on Facebook, you'll see it. Go to my, go to my accounts there, and you can watch it. Please watch it. It's such a beautiful gift, uh, and it means so much to me. And it's a beautiful representation of where I'm at now, in terms of really accepting where I'm at and mining the past, and really excavating and and extracting from the past, so that I can share the wisdom and insight like with you guys, and to those in my sphere of influence. So it's it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, so November 9th is my birthday. So as of this, I'm recording, I'm 52. If you're watching it now, listening, <clears throat> I'm 53. And I'm recording this because I'm actually doing double duty or I'm double dipping or whatever it is because I don't want to disrupt to the schedule of this podcast. So I'm actually recording two in a row and I'm going to edit both and put them up. So then when I leave to Arizona, I love Arizona. Um, it's not, there's no disruption and cause it's important to me. I really want this to grow and I'd, I'd love to, you guys to grow with, with me here. And yeah, so November 9th, I don't know about you, but when I was looking, you know, my horoscope or whatever, uh, in the newspaper, yes, back, you know, the newspaper, remember that thing, the paper, it's print and all that <laughs> you get your finger stained. Um, I, it would say, like, who else was born in that day? So I'd look at or look it up. And all my friends, you know, they had all these fantastical, amazing 
like historical figures and elite athletes and these you know authors and poets and all this and mine was like Lou Ferrigno <laughs> which I listen you know the Hulk I used to watch the Hulk back in the 70s nothing wrong with Lou's lovely he's actually a lovely not that I met him but I've heard he's lovely and all these people I really hadn't heard of like Nick Lackey I think was I don't know he's like a C-level actor I don't know he's just I don't know Hedy Lamar. That's way before my time, though. I think if she was around, she'd be like 150. Uh, but Carl Sagan, Carl Sagan saves the day. <laughs> it's so nice to like share a birthday with someone like Carl Sagan, the cosmos. And how wonderful that is. And just, oh, there's so much, such brilliance there. Anyway, uh, it is nice to to kind of share this with you guys and and just to be. So anyway, if you're one of those people who are indifferent about their birthday, just... I, I want to pass this along to you. celebrate it. C- you know, celebrate the thing you had nothing to do with, <laughs> which is just being born. But celebrate it, like the fact that you're here, and just being you and being of service and and all that. I think it's it's a beautiful thing to celebrate with others and let others into your life that way. Anyway, enough of that. Before I get all woo and philosophical. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the question. Let's get back to the question. I hope you had time to ponder and my meanderings didn't uh, disrupt you. So who would be at your going away party? Like, would it just be your homies, the ones you just only hang out with? Or would there be others from other departments? Like maybe, or if it's not an office per se, could it be customers? Would there be clients? Would there be vendors? Maybe neighboring business owners, community leaders, who would be there? And it's a great question because it had me, I, I was on my heels when he asked me that. And I know I, I had an inkling then what he was asking, but now I really fully appreciate it. And it all goes down to the concept of the impression of increase. And I'm going to get really into that. But just a little back end context, because this is stories from the kitchen. So the background of this really is that when I was at this place, it was a large hotel, and I've spoken about this place already. I think it was the second episode. Uh, first step? Second episode, yes. And I was in charge of, there was three outlets, like on the lower levels. <clears throat> kind of like the basement, but not really the basement. And it was a huge department overall. And I was kind of separated out, sort of sequestered to the lower levels. So there was a physical distance between me and my colleagues, but there was this huge gap between me and them in terms of emotional and mental and professional distance. Like I I just wasn't there. I would pop up just to check my mail or check in with the chef or whatever, but I really wasn't there. And it was this lone wolf. I mentioned lone wolf earlier. It was this idea of just like, I'm on my own. No one cares about, there's like a lot of victim mentality going on. No one cares about me, so whatever. That kind of poor me, poor me, poor me. And it was noticed. It was noticeable. This is the same chef who, because of all this, had said that, you know, the other guys, they don't trust you. And they had no reason. to. And I've spoken about this in one of the previous episodes. I I agree. I wouldn't trust myself either. Um because I was distant. 
And it was a lot. I felt like I felt like an outsider because I made myself that way. It was a product of my thinking. It was a victim mindset, but there was also a fear of, of rejection in there. And they tried to reach out. Like if I didn't want to ask for help, that was part of it, right? Because I didn't feel like I was worthy of, of being helped. And so, but if they asked me, of course I would, I would do it. It was out of obligation, but I would do it and trying to be a professional. And of course, underlining all of this, there was drinking. Of course, that is a part of it. I don't want to say and use that as an excuse because drinking Yes, there was that part, but it's drinking was an accelerant of what was already there, right? It can amplify what's there already. And so even if I wasn't drinking, I may have still been the same, but maybe not quite as big about it. I was big at being small, <laughs> if that makes sense. And what he was showing me with that question was a very intentional question on his part was showing me just how insular I had become, how I was. And in doing so, I wasn't connecting with anyone. I wasn't connecting with people, let alone in my department, but, you know, other people, other departments, you know, like even going in the elevator, was I connecting with someone who worked in human resources or front desk or any of the other many departments in a large hotel? And... It was the opposite of teamwork, really. And it really had me thinking at the time. I felt helpless at the time, hopeless, and kind of annoyed that he asked me this, right? It's like, what, what's, what are you trying to get at, dude? I didn't say dude, chef, right? But as I see it now, it was really about that impression of increase. This same guy, this same chef... There was this whole thing where he did a shift in another department. I think it was the clean house housekeeping and uniform and everything. I think he did a whole week, if I'm not mistaken, doing this. And it was, I guess he was, I mean, he was leading by example. And it was kind of an extreme example, but it was really like, just get out there, like get out there, talk to other people, connect in a different way, step out of your comfort zone. And that was really important. Like I, it, the fact that I'm still talking about it, it's really stuck with me. I think it was really important. And again, it comes down to this impression of increase. And that that's what I want to kind of talk about. That term comes from Wallace D. Waddles. I'm holding a book. It's called The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And he talks about essentially about being of service, right? Like you wanting the same for everybody that you want for yourself. It's 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 like leaving others feeling better than before they met you. And so when you show others impression of increase, again, it could be a moment in an elevator, it could be a kind word, it could be a smile, a, a token of appreciation, whatever it is, you expand what I call your your joy blast radius. And and you do it because you want to do it, because that's just essentially how we treat one another. And again, it doesn't have to be grandiose gestures. It said it could be a very simple, hey, how you doing? Handing them a, a, a little treat, a cup of coffee, whatever it is, 
letting them know that they're making them feel like they're the most important person in the world in that moment. And when we do that out of, and, and here's the thing, you can't do it thinking you're going to get something back. It doesn't work that way, right? It, it's, it's the intention behind it. So if you're being kind and generous, hoping secretly to get something out of it, then that's a transaction. And energetically, that does not work. You do it because that's who you are. It's a part of yourself. The impression of increase involves no expectation of return. Now, <clears throat> you may understand that, you know, sort of the the idea that energy out, energy in. And so you may say, well, if I understand that something may come back to me, isn't like, isn't my intention wrong? No, that's just understanding. It's like the law of cause and effect, which um, I'm going to be talking about actually in the next episode. So it's going to be kind of dovetailing off of this because you, you understand, like, here's a quick story. Uh, I think it was Bob Proctor shared it and I've tried to look for this online. I can't find it anywhere, but he was talking about uh, a, a preacher who big preacher, well-known, and he was traveling and he went to someone else's church and, you know, in church, they pass the basket around you, you put um, money in there and goes to help whoever. And now, y'all in the States, and your money all looks the same. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> you got to be like everyone else has. Very colorful money. Looks like a rainbow threw up on them. But at least you can tell the difference. Anyway, he, he puts in a 20. And the basket's passing around. Then he realizes, oh, shoot. I actually put 100 in. He put a $100 bill instead of a 20. Now, he's not going to go and grab it. You know. So anyway, he, he goes home. And he talks to his wife, how's it going? And he tells her that, hey, he tells her the story and says, isn't it amazing? Like I put $100 in and imagine like that coming back to me and all that. She goes, you didn't put $100 in. He goes, no, 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 no. I, I checked. Like I could see it and it was 100 She goes, you didn't put $100 in. And he said, what are you talking about? He said, you put $20 in. Energetically, you put $20 in. It was like you found out it was by mistake, but your intention was $20, even if the physical bill was 100 You feel me? And so the same with us. If, if my intention, like you can wrap a quote-unquote bad intention wrapped in a good intention. And so with the impression of increases, really giving to someone, again, like what you would love for yourself. Now, it's, it's something that takes practice. I'm sure many of you listening, watching, do this on a regular basis because you're stand-up folks. Uh, <laughs> but you may not know that there was a name for this or just this way of saying it. Now, how do you do this? Like, how can you step into practicing this a little bit more? And I'm going to give you a few, few tips on that. First is gratitude. We all have heard this a gazillion times. Gratitude just opens up possibility, opportunity. You see things differently. There's so many health benefits of, of gratitude. We, we hear about improved sleep, better patience, more positivity, more self-esteem, more focus, a gazillion other um, benefits from it. But something about practicing gratitude is a way of grounding yourself, the foundation for this impression of increase that happens. So that was the first one. Second 
is keep moving towards, like keep moving forward towards the good things you want in life. Okay. You're not getting distracted or brought down by those around you who may be negative. We've talked about this in previous episodes. This is like, who are you surrounding? Who are you surrounded with? What's your goal? Do you have a goal? What is it that you're directing your energy towards like overall? Is it, are you getting, you know, we have so many distractions in life and we can get caught up in gossip and things like that. But if you can just consistently move towards your goal, what's going to happen is that that, that feeling of I'm, I have a, like a purpose, so to speak, or I have a goal, people are going to pick up on that. And so again, all of this too is subconscious. And so if you're in a, in a charge kind of positive state, that's going to naturally spill out, right? But it starts with you. It starts, it starts with us. Before we can give outward, we have, to, we have to fill our bucket, so to speak. And so these are some of the ways that you do that. Okay, the third thing is always do your best. And what I mean by that is being your word, speaking truth, help others stay in integrity you know don't think don't take things so personally focus your energy on what's important like in in terms of doing your best like how do you show up for yourself how do you show up for others again if you show up for yourself in a powerful way you'll show up to others in a powerful way it just it keeps coming back with starting with you it starts with you and so when you can raise the level of your own um, integrity and your character People pick up on that. They're going to notice it. And, and as you share yourself, they know that you're sharing from that place of integrity and not because you want something in return. Uh, fourth, bring a loving and proactive spirit to everything you do. And again, this is I'm going to talk about this in the next episode of The Law of Cause and Effect, but don't be or reduce just how reactive you are to everything. Like show up in good faith in terms of faith that you know that if you put your best foot forward and you can be of maximum service, um, help yourself, help your family, help your community, you, you're stepping out of courage, stepping, into, uh, stepping out of fear and into courage, good things are going to come from this, right? When you, when you operate from the place of love rather than hate or anger, that's going to expand, Right. So this is also very expansive. You feel about impression of increase, like it's just opening up like your chest out, full out on this. And it makes a difference in how people see you and not so much they see you, but how they experience you, actually. Uh, five, celebrate other people's gifts and highlight what they're doing well. You know, I just <laughs> when I'm, I think of any Morrissey fans, you know, that song, we hate it when our friends become successful. <laughs> I think of that. It's a great tune, but, uh, and you know, I think Gore Vidal, the writer, he once wrote, you know, every time a friend succeeds, I die a little. <laughs> and so what comes up for me as well is compersion. And I've talked about compersion in the past, but compersion is basically a wholehearted participation, in the happiness of others, right? It, it includes the, the, the positive thoughts, emotions, and sensations derived from knowing uh, of another person's gratifying experience, even when that experience has nothing to do with you, like it doesn't involve or benefit you directly. All right? So what do I mean by that? It's 
uh, I did a video on this actually too, where I asked, what does Buddhism and polyamory have in common? It's a good hook, right? <laughs> sympathetic joy. That's another term that is, is sympathetic joy. It's actually the opposite of jealousy and possessiveness. And so it's about celebrating others, right? You, when you practice compersion, you are truly excited and lit up that someone is excited, joyful, and lit up. There's no strings attached. And it's not easy to practice that. Like, it's like, think of if your child, if you, those with, with children, like when your child is, is succeeds or something, like you just, you're just joyful for them. Now, extend that to ev extend that to strangers. Extend that. Here's a real push. Extend that to people that you feel like you're in competition with. Extend that to people you dislike. How challenging would that be? But it it brings you so many benefits, right? Like, why would you celebrate others? Well, you you practice seeing success. You stop comparing. Also, you get inspired. When you see other people succeeding and celebrate in that, uh, energetically you're you're giving them the impression of increase as well, because you're not you're not doing a comparison thing. You you truly feel, and they feel it from you, right? Again, it's coming from like a, a, a place of love, and it just helps you expand, which in return allows you to expand and and breathe into others, so to speak. You know, it's it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, speaking of love, you know, and I mentioned earlier, I, I mentioned Carl Sagan. And he has, a, he has a wonderful quote. He's, I mean, he has tons of incredible quotes. But one he says, for small creatures such as we, the vastness is bearable only through love. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that amazing? It's like we need one another, Right. Operating from desire, from from love, and the desire to help, to to build others up for no reason, other than that's how we ought to treat others. It's it's a, it's like a ripple effect. You know, before I go, I just you know this this is something I learned. Uh, speaking of Buddhism, uh, we were used to go to a, a a temple on every Sunday, every weekend we'd go. And it was prayers for world peace. And we're just like, I thought, like, what's that all about? How can you pray for world peace? It doesn't make sense. Uh, like, what can I do? And they would explain it because that was like the most common question they had. And they were saying essentially what I was saying just now. I mean, many people say it starts with you. So when you, the, the prayer is for you to grow yourself so that you can help your neighbors, your family, and they take that spark and take it to their networks and the people in their spheres of influence and so on and so on. And so this beautiful global ripple effect. And, and so the intention isn't necessarily like what I do today is going to affect someone across the world. It can and probably does in some indirect way, but it's how it's the goal is the growth of yourself. And so with the impression of increase, it's, it's, as I listed with those things, it starts with you. It's all about the self-growth, but the people around you feel it and you affect so many other people and they will take that and it'll affect others in their spheres of influence. So again, with that, who would show up to your last day work party? Who'd be at your funeral? or any other place where you're being celebrated 
or acknowledged. And this is not about being popular, but being recognized and seen for who you are and the impact, the impact that you have made to others. It's that energy coming back, but in a different form, in a way that is enriching and expanding. And also understand this is not about making it about your worth. It's not a popularity contest. Impression of increase. It's a way, it's a, it's a beautiful way of living. We don't live at 100%. We're, we're human. We mess up. But I hope this gives inspiration, perhaps, in expanding and breathing into uh, abundance for you and for those around you. So, and with that, my friends, thank you for being here, spending time here with little old me. <laughs> Every time you're here, I feel it energetically. And even though this is, we're still small, we're small and mighty. Those who are here regularly, thank you. Um, with every like and subscribe and comment uh, comments, I feel the gratitude. I feel gratitude. I really do. So thank you for making this 53, 52 as I talk, but 53, <laughs> your old man, feel loved. And you can show more love by sharing this podcast. Make it a how about a birthday gift <laughs> by by sharing this podcast and you know and the channel to those who you think may benefit from these, you know, this episode or any kind of work I do here. Uh, that would be a great help in building a show and might be a way for you to show the impre uh, uh, the increase of impression. Sorry, <laughs> I just had a brain melt. I need coffee. Okay. With that, kitchen's closed. Now, Scramola!